Welcome to Stardust Stereo. I'm Parker McFinney. I'm your host. Today is the 24th of October, year 2023. Today I'm going to speak about the upcoming lunar eclipse that occurs on the 28th. In some parts of the world, it will be the 29th. That's this Saturday. Here in America, you will only see it a little bit on the East Coast. It will be able to be seen many other places. Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, the Pacific, Atlantic, and Indian Oceans. Those places will get a great show. It'll look like a bite taking out of the moon because it is a partial solar eclipse. And of course, if you have access to the internet, you can always go online to nasa.com and check it out. This eclipse will occur at 5 degrees Taurus. Eclipses always stir the pot. And of course, a lunar eclipse is a full moon, a supercharged full moon. The moon has sunglasses on, meaning not all things are visible just yet. Since the eclipse lasts an hour and 19 minutes, its effect will be for a year and almost a half, we'll say, a year and a half influence astrologically when it is triggered by Mars and some of the slower moving planets, which I will give you those dates because events that occur now can have promised then or be resurrected then or the second phase of whatever was started during an eclipse period or an event that was happening, such as the wars we have going on, can have some sort of conditioning factor that is tied to the initial eclipse time period. Now, if you happen to have planets near this five degrees of Taurus, in opposition or in square, that would mean if you have planets or an angle, your ascendant, midheaven, fourth house cusp, seventh house cusp, near these degrees, it will affect you. Not every eclipse affects every single person. Thank goodness we get a little break sometimes. But if you have planets in the opposite sign at that particular five degree in Scorpio or squared it, in Leo or Aquarius, this lunar eclipse is important for you. It is a full moon, like I said, with sunglasses on, partial. It'll look like a bite has been taken out of it. And it is meant to make you aware or bring to your consciousness things that you need to let go of so that you can begin a process of making room for something new. Full moons, whether they're eclipses or not, are always about shedding light and making room and letting go. And one thing we all need to make room for is more love. And love does come under the jurisdiction of Taurus specifically. Because Taurus has a ruling planet named Venus, and that's all about love. Well, it's not always about love, but that's one of the key factors. There are some astrologers that believe that Venus is also tied to war. We could see that 
an analysis through loving something so very much that you're willing to fight for it. Now this particular eclipse deals with money, monetary matters. It will definitely influence the stock market. The earth, because Taurus is an earth sign, building, building up your monetary means, we hope, making room for more monetary means. The art world, it has jurisdiction over land. It rules the throat, neck. It has jurisdiction over singers because, of course, they're using their voice and Taurus is connected to the voice. But it's not limited to singers. It's also, what do you have to say? Go inside and shed light on your inner world of what you have to say that's important to you, what you wish to share. Since it is in the earth sign, we are once again under the alert of earth shakers. This is a classic earth shaking and shattering eclipse. But it is also dealing with finding practical solutions that are healing and loving. Finding beauty that has a function. Taurus has rulership over the art world, so we may begin to see art pieces that reflect artistic expression that also has a secondary meaning besides just looking at something beautiful that makes us feel fabulous as we gaze upon it. Taurus also rules, in addition to the throat and singers, the thyroid. So those would be areas to be very conscious of. If you're prone to having thyroid issues or sore throats, pay extra attention to your body during these few months as we, and especially right now, as we go through this eclipse, it also deals with rich food. So you might want to re-examine how much rich food, that means loaded with sugar and cream, is in your diet, and if you want to lessen some of that. Taurus can be very stubborn, and it can also be very steady, and it's the slow way to get the job done to make sure that it has lasting results. Those are the strengths of Taurus. They are methodical and they make sure that the foundation of whatever they are creating is firmly grounded in some realistic visions. But Taurus can also sometimes tend to be stubborn and they can get stuck. So one thing you want to be careful of is staying stuck in any perspective or any habit that you know does not hold you in good stead. The electromagnetic fields will be wobbly during this time of the eclipse, which is this weekend. It's very common to see power outages. So have your backup plan B if you're having to do a lot of internet or technology work this weekend. In addition to making sure you keep an eye on your bank account and balance that bank book, this is also a time in which if you want to invest in something, I wouldn't suggest doing it this weekend. I would suggest doing the research to uncover 
all the information you need before you make your move during this period. This um, lunar eclipse, Jupiter will be rising with. And Jupiter and the moon, they will be about six degrees apart from each other. When you have the moon and Jupiter together, there's always abundance of emotion. Abundance of emotion in any direction will be very strong. Let's make it abundance of love emotion. I see in this eclipse chart two standout configurations within it. One is that the moon is sextile Saturn and the moon is also in a Naval relationship to Neptune. That's the 40 degree relationship. And I see that as evolutionary growth, as transcending beyond boundaries, as inner space guidance. So I want you to ask yourself, what feeds your beliefs? Examine that. This particular configuration of the moon in 40 degrees from Neptune is also about destiny and acceptance, all of it, the good with the bad, working with the shadow as well as what is in full sight, and really attempting to elevate your consciousness through your belief system. And by the way, the lunar eclipse is an excellent time to be spent in prayer or in meditation, which is the same thing as prayer, in my mind, say anyway. It is also an excellent time to make a list of things that you wish to eliminate out of your life, to make room for what you want in your life more of. You can spend the eclipse time making music, dancing to music. In some cultures, they actually go out and they throw an old glass or ceramic pot down to break it to appease the gods. I don't necessarily suggest that unless you have an area where you won't be disturbing other people and there's something you wish to make a new mosaic out of. Personally, if I have the time free, I like to get in the water. This eclipse is also dealing with farming. It deals with real estate, broadcasting, overindulgence, like I mentioned before. The cities that are tied to this eclipse, because they are viewed as Taurus cities are, and also countries. St. Louis, Missouri, Holland, Dublin, Ireland, Las Vegas. I mean, totally Las Vegas. That's a money city. This is a monetary lunar eclipse. These cities also will see big changes in this next year and a half. Tasmania will be in the news in the next year and a half. This may have to do with land or land issues. Since we are dealing with a lunar eclipse in the earth sign of Taurus, real estate is going to become much more important in this next year and a half. And we know that the Palestine-Israel fight continues because of a dispute over territory, over land. Both of those countries are very much activated by this lunar eclipse. Palestine 
the eclipse falls in their eighth house of transformation, transcendence, death, rebirth, support from other areas that will all be changing and be highlighted. Israel, the lunar eclipse, squares their moon. Their leadership is definitely going to be going through some changes. The public, the moon represents the public. The public is not going to be happy. And since the lunar eclipse falls in Israel's seventh house and squares their 10th house Leo moon, it is also going to be because of a public outcry and resistance that leadership will be forced to listen to something like, can we please have peace? In Iran, this particular eclipse conjuncts their Chiron. So we're going to see them in the news. Chiron, if you forgot, is where the wounded healer is. In Russia, this lunar eclipse squares Saturn and conjuncts their Venus. Or excuse me, no, it's in opposition to their Venus. They have Venus in Scorpio. That's Russia. Mexico, it's also in opposition to their Venus. So we see all over the world, in monetary levels, everybody will be affected, but certain countries will be even more so affected. In the USA, this lunar eclipse is immensely important because it activates our nodes. It creates with our Leo North Node and our Aquarius South Node a T-square. And it sextiles our Jupiter. I know I'm getting a little bit of an astro babble for you here, so I will translate this. For the USA, this will show a different approach in our leadership, a change in our leadership. Just like Israel, we are going to be having a change in our leadership. And we see this happening in the House Speaker. That's one form of leadership. But this particular lunar eclipse for America falls on our north node that is in the 10th house. Now, some people use a different chart for America, a different rising sign. I happen to use the chart that gives us a Libra rising sign at 13 degrees. So our north node in America falls in the 10th house, and this eclipse will fall in our seventh house of partnerships and square that north node. And that's very interesting to me that we are having the same kind of activation as Israel is with their chart, not the exact same planets, but Israel also has the early degree Leo moon, which falls on our north node, showing our tight alliance with this country. And so there is some need of balance and listening to the public, all sides, to make sure both countries understand fully what their people wish for, what the public wishes for, how much defending of yourself is enough to ensure that you have a sense of security. When is it going overboard? You know, these are the discussions that will come up and they will be surrounded around monetary issues because the eclipse is in a monetary sign, Taurus. And certainly our president, Biden, is going to be getting a lot of input about the vast amounts of money that we are sending 
all over for many wars, as if they are just printing it out in mass. So since the seventh house deals with how the public views you, both Israel and uh, the USA will be gathering attention from the rest of the world, viewing our actions and coming up with a new perception. The other country that I noticed that is strongly activated by this lunar eclipse is North Korea. It is conjunct their North Node. Palestine, Mexico, Russia, North Korea, Israel, the USA, these are the countries that are going to have huge changes monetarily wise. Jupiter in the lunar eclipse chart is currently retrograde and Jupiter will activate this particular eclipse. And Jupiter always deals with more and even more and even more. And it also deals with treaties. It deals with agreements. It deals with the church perspective, the spiritual perspective, universities, athletes. And Jupiter will be triggering this eclipse as it is retrograde. Mid-December and January and early February of 2024. That's also when we need to pay attention to the budget. Because I don't think we're really paying too much attention to the budget. It will happen again to activate this particular eclipse in mid-February of 2024 as Mars enters Aquarius. And in June of 2024, we will see Taurus enter Mars, and that is a super activation. So June mid-2024 is certainly a pivotal point that you need to circle in your calendar that is tied to this eclipse right now and to perhaps the second phase or step in some project that comes to your awareness that you want to start now. Another example would be you could meet somebody right now and during this period of the eclipse and the relationship may develop to a deeper understanding or friendship in that June period when Mars activates this eclipse point. Then in November of 2024, which I know seems really far away, Mars will enter Leo and it will square this lunar eclipse point. So those are some times to be aware of how you are taking whatever you started to the next level and knowing if it's a green light or a red light, that doesn't really matter. What matters is that if you have a challenge during a later time, say in the November period of 2024, that's tied to this eclipse, some, some occurrence or event that occurred during this eclipse. Say you start a new business in the next month and by next November you have to reassess how you can keep your business profitable and going to the next level. That's how astrology works. Astrology is actually extremely practical in its advice. It's about 
helping us to figure out the astro weather to make the best choices. Oh, and I just saw I missed one of the countries that are is affected by this eclipse, and that would be India. This particular eclipse will activate their part of fortune, and it will be in opposition to their Chiron, and it will square their Mercury. So we will see India struggling to move forward and having a little bit of blessings in moving forward and becoming a more profitable country as a whole. I know right now the rupee is just some insane amount of rupees to the dollars, which would be great if I was able to be there, but it's not so great for the country. And we really do want all our countries across the world to be the best that they can be. So with this lunar eclipse, you want to open up your heart, spend more time with affection and love and transcending boundaries that keep your consciousness bogged down in negativity. You want to work toward having enough, but not being greedy. Pray for peace and hope that foreign policy can get on the table of being an equalizer and a helper and not a warmonger. And pick and smell the flowers. Find where your comfort zone is. Find what brings you joy and sing it out. Shout it out. Have music in your life. Remember, we are here on earth to enjoy and share and love. This eclipse can remind us not to get so bogged down in the negativity of what's happening on the earth and try to work toward being the solution, even if it's only in our little circle where we bring peace. Let's push our leaders to sign treaties that everybody has enough, not just keep perpetuating continual warfare and continual building of bombs and things that destroy our earth destroy people's lives. This eclipse is here to remind us that the world is more than just about surviving. The world is here for us to enjoy each other and to learn to love each other. So even as we have times of grief, horrible grief, and deep loss, let us try to bring comfort to those that have suffered, but also be an instrument in making the earth a beautiful place. Be a magnet to bring more joy and love in your life. I'm Parker McFinney. This is Stardust Stereo. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to support the arts, and astrology is an art, it's around art, you can do so at patreon.com slash parkermcp, and I would certainly appreciate any sponsorship that you wish to make to help keep Stardust Stereo on the air. I'd also like to remind you 
You are made of stardust, so go shine.